too pivoted ever so subtly to the left, and the air rushed in under his right wing. As soon as he felt the gust lift him, he tensed the fine tendons that inundated the delicate filament and caused it to bend slightly. His wing caught the wind exactly as he hoped, and he smiled as he lunged forward and upward with an incredible burst of speed. He navigated the flows that propelled him with the precision of a master. While arching his back, he brought his knees to his chest and tucked his feet securely into his body. At the same time, he elongated his arms, stretching them out as far as they would go, and he pointed his slender fingers to his rear while holding them tightly together and cupping them. Finally, he bent his head down just a tiny bit and allowed the translucent inner lids of his eyes to descend protectively over his pupils. T2 soared high into the afternoon sky. A wave of exhilaration swept over him as he masterfully manipulated even the slightest of variations in the wind, dipping and diving, ascending and rocketing as he chose, with only the gentlest flex or bend to the tip of the wing. He willed the blood in his veins to withdraw from his extremities, lightening the points of friction, and he rushed ahead at even greater speeds. His wings glistened in the sun as they absorbed its warmth and became even more buoyant and additionally flexible. For a few minutes, the Wheelo allowed himself the luxury of free flight. It had been so long since he had ventured into the heavens, and his restraint had taken its toll upon him. He was born to fly, and when he was unable to do so due to injury or circumstance, he felt stranded, much as a human would feel if he was afloat at sea for an extended period of time. T2 had never wanted to develop his land legs too thoroughly. The sky was his home, and he reveled in the opportunity to abide there once again. He suppressed the fears and the concerns that plagued him these difficult days, and he coursed through the air temporarily unburdened. He curved the back edges of his wings fractionally and thinned the filament by elongating it at the point where they joined his hips and abruptly slowed his momentum. He banked to the left and came up and around to an almost vertical position, as if he were standing upon an invisible platform in the sky itself. Slowly he swiveled until he was staring downward at the city below. As soon as the spires of Ceramore came into view, his concerns rose like bile in his throat, bitter and unwelcome. His wings were full with air, and he hovered over the city, dropping only slightly as he gazed below. He opened his eyes wide, exposing them once again to the elements. And with his incredibly acute vision, he scanned the heights from one end to the next. You did a good job, Promoran, my friend. The damage is minimal considering what the city faced only weeks ago, he thought proudly, as he scrutinized the expanse of Ceramore. With the memory of his companion fresh upon his mind, a wave of anguish rushed over him, and he fought back the trembling that ensued. These days of doubt seem interminably long, yet time is ever the thief, 
It steals our tomorrows and turns them into yesterdays, regardless of our perception of the pace. And still no news! How long can I live with this uncertainty? Must I fly to Sedahar myself for the answer I seek? These contemplations stripped T2 of the last vestiges of joy that had been spurred on by his flight. He tucked his wings into his sides, bent his head downward, and fell. This precipitous descent was always so exhilarating for him, but today he barely noticed the sensations. His mind was preoccupied with other thoughts as he plunged toward the surface.